Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. Keeping it 100. This is Alex here. I got the lovely Momo with me. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yes. So my name is Momo, like you just said. Um, born and raised in Okinawa. Now I have to be specific. Um, outside Okinawa, I've lived in Germany for a year and in New York for about five years, roughly. What part of New York? Queens. Oh, shit. So... That's like my background, I guess, maybe culturally, mm. and um, I can't really go in, into details what I do now, but I work on base, um, so on a daily basis, I'm around like both Okinawan, Japanese, and American people, um, and me and Alex have been friends for, I want to say since like 2010. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, so we've known each other for a long time. I knew Alex before Bianca, after Bianca, <laughs> after kids. You know, so it's nice. Yeah, reckless have. me. <laughs> well, I don't really remember you like that. You didn't see it. You, I probably didn't. No, nah. because I wasn't really like in the streets. Back nah, then. nah, nah. You was always grown. Maybe, but that's a different conversation for a different time. No, 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 no. I was just about to say like that's me. For it's like the shorter version of me as an introduction. So, question when I met you, had you lived in the States already? No, really? Um, yeah, because I think I met you in college, right? That was after, so I, I had already done my exchange here in Germany for a year, that was like in 2006, 2007. Um, and then I came back, I finished high school, I started college. I think that's when I met you, like, a few years into it. So, okay. no, I ha- I had not lived in the States yet. All right. Um, with all that being said, would you say that where all had you lived by the time that you met me? Because I thought you spent some time in mainland as well. Nope. Oh, you so never lived in mainland? I have visited. I had visited, and I have visited uh, still, but... No, I, I had visited maybe once or twice huh. by the time I met you. Um, yeah, that's about it. And it, I had lived in Germany, like I said, by the time I met you. But, yeah, that's pretty much about it. What was Germany like? Good. Um, I think Japanese people fit right in. Why would you say that? Japanese people and German people really have, like, similar, like, mentality I don't know where it comes from. Maybe a part of it comes from, like, you know, both of them being uh, the losing end of the war, you know. <laughs> that that comes that came up a couple of times when I was in Germany. Really? Yeah. And I was in high school, so, like, growing up in Japan, talking about politics is not something we do often or, like, willingly, especially if you're young. So when I went to Germany, I was really surprised that, a lot of these, like, kids my age were out on the weekends or, like, Friday nights at bars, like, asking me 
political questions about Japan. And I'm like, that never happens with my friends back home. But I feel like that's how much they take it seriously. You know, like what their country did to like other people during the war and stuff like that. And I guess like Jap- Japan is on the same page at a certain level, but not to that extent, I feel like. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I definitely agree with that. Going on the aspect of Germany, I really like the way they've carried and handled themselves mm. ever since the war. Yeah. I've seen a lot of things where it just seems like they realize that they might have been on the wrong side of mm. history. And instead of ignoring it or acting like it's something that didn't happen, you see it kind of incorporated in their education like this is what happened this was our stance this is what we believed in that we were wrong essentially according to the mass populace Mm -hmm. and this is how we're going to move forward you saw that a lot when it came to like back we'll go back to the states the confederate statues Mm -hmm. and one of the things where they're so many people were like, oh, you can't take down these Confederate statues because it's a part of history. Right. You can't do this. You can't do this because it's part of history. If you take it down, people will never learn. And Germany was used in a lot of examples of you can take these items down. And you can teach the people right. at the same time. You don't have statues to Hitler still up. You don't have, you know, swastikas still hanging everywhere. Right. You know, they teach about it and then keep it moving. Yeah. And so that was a huge debate that you would see in the States as far as, you know, not erasing history, mm-hmm. but having a respect for where we are today in the world. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do just a favor move this just okay. a little bit closer. There you go. But, yeah, no, that's, that's where I really do like Germany's stance as far as that comes. So you're saying Japan. I've never really talked politics in Japan. Mm. Would you say it's more one of those, you don't ask people's opinions so much? Not really that. I feel like people don't even talk about it enough to form an opinion Mm. about politics. Like, yeah, people are taught about it in school, right? But we don't really know, like, we're not really taught how politics are, like, connected to our everyday lives. Whereas, like, in, in the States, like, you guys have two sides, like, you know, mainly like two sides. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's like if you say you're a Republican or mm-hmm. like, you know, the other, then it's like people look at you like one way. Yeah. Like you're this person. Yep. And in Japan, we don't really have that. We do have like different uh, political parties and they have different, you know, agendas and whatever. But not everybody really understand their policies like deeply enough to be like oh i support this party so even if you ask somebody like oh so like what is your political stance on this they don't really have one usually that's crazy would you would you think it's like an older thing yeah i i feel like i mean in the states too but a lot of the politicians here in japan are like so old and also like our prime minister even our own prime minister, we can't choose. Like, the, the people don't choose them. Yeah, I heard about that. And I say him because it's always a him. You know, <laughs> it's always a he. But, well, he has been in the past. Um, and 
when we don't even have the power to like choose our own leader, it's like, then you know what's the point of democracy? Yeah. But I guess it's just been like that for so long, and Japanese people love tradition, so it's like not a lot of people question it so much. Yeah. And I mean. Hopefully, it's gonna change in the future. Like now, they're talking about like LGBTQ rights and stuff like that, and oh, that's dope. LGBTQ related laws and you know regulations and stuff like that. And even that, so many people are against it. But that's one of the first things in in a few years, or maybe in my adult life, really, where they like really discuss it like with passion. Yeah, and it's not. Often that that it happens in Japan because it feels like everything is just already like written, like you know. I will say this: a lot of people, I feel, they forget that the United States is a new country. Mm. Oh yeah. And when it comes to visiting other countries, going to other places, a lot of these places have been established for so long that they have a true heritage, a true culture, a true background. So when it comes to how free we are, when it comes to our way of thinking, our way of progress and moving with certain items, I do feel like that's both an advantage and a disadvantage Mm -hmm. for us as as Americans. Um, With Japanese tradition... Again, Japan has been around for so long, you know. So I remember when, um, I want to say it was, what, about four or five years ago, Mm -hmm. where the Miss Japan, she was half black. Oh, I remember that. And that that. caused so many problems. Like, they were interviewing kids on the street, and they're just like, well, we don't think she really represents Japan, whatever. And it was, a lot of people saw it negatively. Mm. But me looking at it, I was like, well, traditionally, that's not what they're used to. If you have a country for hundreds of years where everyone's looked essentially the same right, way, right, right. the moment you start having any kind of variations, it's going to be not the norm. Right. Just by definition. Yeah. And so I can understand where a lot of people felt like there was malice behind it. And yes, we are in the 2000s where we need to you know, get our shit together. Mm-hmm. But also, like I talked about in my first episode, I'm not going to be too mad or upset at a generation for only being able to grasp so much. Right, right, right. You know, it's up to the youth. It's up to the younger ones to be able to be like, yo, we don't like this. Let's make the change. But, uh, yeah, no, that was definitely one of the things. Going back to um, history and all that stuff and how it's taught, again, me and my whole days, uh, yeah, I remember, era. yeah, different, <laughs> different time. But uh, I remember hooking up with this chick, mm-hmm. and I hooked up with her. Japanese, and, yeah. Okay. And I hooked up with her, and she lived in mainland. Okay. And so I told her I had. It was when I was at the apartment at the time. I was just like, when you come back down, you can come visit, you can crash with me or whatever. Well, lo and behold, <laughs> in between her coming down. <laughs> yeah. And all that stuff happening, I got with Bianca. Okay. And Bianca and I were kind of dating, like, I don't think we put a term on it yet. We were Mm. just talking to each other. But she told me she was going to come back down. I kind of forgot about it. Mm. And so I straight up told her, I was just like, hey, I have a girlfriend. That being said, you're still welcome to stay here. I'm very big on my word. Mm. If I say you can stay, 
you can stay. That's right. not going to go back just because I have a girlfriend now. Mm. I told Bianca, I was like, look, I told this girl she could stay here. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect you as a, you know, woman, as, you know, a potential partner, but she's going to stay here. I'm not asking you. I'm just giving you a heads up. Right. And Bianca's just like, I don't give a fuck. Cool. <laughs> so, I was just, so I was just like, all right, cool. Yeah, I fuck with you. But uh, so that goes down. And this girl comes. And me being naive me, I was like, this is going to work out fine. Right. And the entire time she was there, the girl tried to hook up with me. Oof. And mind you, she had her own bedroom. She wasn't paying for a hotel. She had a guest room. We had an air mattress that some unfortunate circumstances happened to it and ended up getting a leak. To this day, Bianca denies she did anything to that air mattress. But And I don't think she did. It was just it was the timing of it was hilarious. But the air mattress ended up getting a leak. But we had like a double-decker air mattress. Mm -hmm. It was super nice. Um, we, she had her own shower she could use, okay. like, all this stuff. So, again, the entire time, she just, like, just little small things. I remember one time I was coming out of the bedroom, mm-hmm. and she comes out her shower, and she's like, oops, I forgot my towel. Oh, no. And then goes, <laughs> she goes back and gets a towel. And I, as soon as I came out the bedroom door, I saw it, and I stopped, and I looked back, and I was like, hey, Bianca, I just want to let you know. I stepped down the hallway. The girl didn't have a <laughs> towel. I didn't tell her not to have a towel. She just didn't have a towel. So, you know, God. I just, I just want to let you know right. that this is what's happening out yeah. there. I didn't do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so that was going down. But Bianca was, like, really into indie movies at the time. Mm. And she got this one movie, and it was called something like, the people under the rainbow or something like that and it was a historically based movie on how japan invaded like taiwan or something and it was just it was from a historical standpoint i mean it just is what it is but it was it made japan look horrible i mean we've done some fucked up shit we in in all countries for the most part yeah but it was just one of those things where, like, you're watching what's happening. At one point, to not get captured, these people were actually, like, taking their babies mm. and throwing them off mountains and then hanging themselves. Like, it was super dark. Ooh. And the girl, mind you, it, before the movie started, we're sitting on the couch, and I used to have all that space. And mm. she's, like, doing yoga in front oh of us. Oh, my God. And just, like, these ridiculous poses. And she had a pretty decent-sized <laughs> chest. So she's just, like rising moon or whatever just like no. facing us and Jesus. Bianca's just like this bitch so again <laughs> she put move. on this movie not to be vindictive but it just happened to be yeah. like Japanese history and the lady was older so she was just like is this is this did this really happen <laughs> and I just remember I was just like um I mean, it's a movie, and Bianca goes and picks up the case, and she's just like, based on true historical events, oh, yep, God. it happened. And so it's just like, yeah, nah, it was super, super tragic. <laughs> um, so yeah, that it was Her just timing like, is just yeah. amazing. It was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was rough. I f- yeah, I feel like a lot of uh, it's not just mainland people, but I think like Japan as a whole kind of tries to like forget what. Japan did to other countries, but also to their own people. Yeah. And, like, 
it's really apparent, like, if you are born and raised in Okinawa, because, like, yeah. we have a different side of the history, especially when it comes to the war, where, you know, where we were considered Japanese people, but not by choice. We were just made Japanese yeah. at a certain point in our lives. And then the war happened. We spoke our own language that Japanese people didn't understand. So they would be like, hey, no more speaking your own language because we don't know what the fuck you're saying. Yeah. But we're like, okay, and who are you again? You know, like, I've never met you. And they were forced to fight. They were forced to either kill themselves if they were to, like, you know, take any, like, um, custody of the United States military. So, like... That happened. That's a fact. But then, you know, the history, like, books or, like, the textbooks that they use um, in elementary school and, like, middle school, they keep trying to, like, writing it off. Mm. And maybe it it might have been because they really didn't learn it that way in mainland, right? Like, yeah. They probably didn't know that, like, Japanese people really, like, did some damage yeah. everywhere, like, like domestically, too. And I don't know. I, I can't really blame those who learned from it. Yeah. But whoever that's, you know, still doing it intentionally, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? But History know. would be crazy, man. Yeah. History would be crazy. And it's definitely written by uh, the victors. Or the people in charge now, so. Exactly. But, yeah, that was just a, that was a little funny moment because, again, it happened. And I I felt bad just because, you know, that's a hard way for <laughs> someone to funny. find out yeah. about some stuff like that. Yeah. And Bianca was just like, good, fuck that bitch. <laughs> and then, of course, like I said, the air mattress got a leak. Mm. So, like, we go to sleep. And it was one of those ones where it had the vacuum built in. So, like, in the middle of the night, you just hear, And so it would build back up. Right. And then, like, a few hours later, you just... <laughs> and exactly how you're chuckling. Uh, I, I was, like, in bed, like... <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we love you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, hey, yo. Girl ended up getting a hotel. Oh, but, uh, good, good. Yeah, you know, it just... <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's... uh. That was that was that was that was an interesting situation. Yeah, I don't think I really knew you like that back then. I, I really felt like you were one of the only guys that like I could talk to, like not just like you know flirt back and forth and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but like like we had conversations yeah. with each other, and like I typically tend to make friends with guys more maybe um because i grew up with like brothers so like yeah. i feel like okay yeah you're guys. more comfortable yeah um but then like when you hit a certain age like you know it gets more than just being friends with other yeah. people and like i've never slept with like friends or like guys who i considered friends mm-hmm. um but people start to like make funny moves you know mm. But I felt I felt like back then, and even now, like I feel like we could always like talk and like, like you know, make jokes also. Yeah. But like, our top our topics were never only about like, oh, so what you doing this weekend? You know, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, let's go. There were out real conversations. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why I feel like that's why like our friendship lasted or 
has been lasting yeah. for so long. But, well, I'm glad to know you had, you know, some fun. Before oh, I was terrible. Out. <laughs> I was terrible, but I was low-key. Oh. I was low-key. I didn't uh, put all my stuff on Front Street. Mm. Like, no, I was. I didn't know. I didn't it would know. literally. I would literally have parties, like, after Bianca and I got together. And she'd be like, oh, how do you know her? And I'd be like, I mean, she'd be like, oh, her too? I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Like, nah, I just. That's I, so funny. I was in these streets, but I won't in these streets, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, no. Nah. Mm. Nah, I. Uh, that's a that's a completely different episode. Good old, good old times. <laughs> good old times. Let's just say I ha- I had my Oki fun and full circle coming back to Oki. I Oki. know, <laughs> and now I'm here yeah. too. I mean, yeah. yeah, I was in the states for five years, and by the time I was coming back, you were also back. Yeah, from uh, you were in New Mexico, Arizona, Arizona. So why did you did you have to come back to Oki? No, so I. Had it not been for COVID, I would have stayed mm. in New York. Um, I had I had a really good time, and like, of course, New York is not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. And even for I think people who live there, it's not always like you know nice. I mean, yeah, it's New York City. Like, it's New York, though. It's it's not for everyone, but for someone like me, so like I feel like. I, I didn't really grow up, like, around other cultures or anything like that as a kid, but I was always interested in, like, different cultures. Mm. So, like, I would listen to, you know, music from, like, the United States or, like, anywhere out, anywhere but Japan sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, w- I just wanted to learn the language and stuff like that. Um, but even back then, like, I, I feel like I was kind of different in a sense that, like, I was always very short-tempered. I was always, like, really, like, impatient. I was always go, 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 go. And in Okinawa, like, not a lot of people are like that. Like, as you guys probably already know, Okinawa's drive so slow, and yeah. sometimes we drive pretty recklessly. Oh, f- Which is crazy, because <laughs> I, just, I just found out how much it costs to get your license here. Yo! You just learned it recently? I, I, I always knew it was expensive. And I always knew that people paid, like, a good amount. Mm-hmm. But someone actually broke it down the other day. And I was just like, holy shit. And then the simple fact that y'all don't pass the first time most of the time, they're like, oh, yeah, that's why high school students get jobs, so they can pay for driving school. Mm. And I was just like, Jesus. Yeah. What was it, like, $6,000? Five? Um, five? I think, like, back in my day, back in my day, right. you know, <laughs> yeah, <he just laughs> when a cheeseburger is only, like, a you know, dollar and fifty. Yeah. Um, it was like three grand. Three grand. Okay. And then I think like if I didn't, I think I failed the first test maybe. So it was extra, you know, a few hundreds. And then, yeah, I think altogether it was like maybe less than four grand back okay. then. My sister recently got her driver's license for the first time. See, my sister, right after she graduated from high school, um, she moved to Tokyo. Mm. So she was in Tokyo for, yeah, she never had to drive. And even when she came back home to like, you know, visit, she never had to drive because my mom drove, I drove, everybody else did. So she recently got it. And of course she spent a lot of money, but also she was so not used to like driving, of course, because that's her first time. She came home almost like crying every day (laughs) because like, not because she's, just bad at it or like she's not used to it but because she just thinks that one day she's gonna kill somebody yeah because you know she just hates driving so much yeah but yeah driving out here is 
insanely like different in the states well from you know the states but i feel like growing up like i was always like so like angry already so i was in new york i fit right in yeah a lot of people (laughs) no like seriously a lot of people you know when i told people like i was moving to new york soon they were like oh new york like that's so different from okinawa like are you gonna be okay you know, like, people are rude there. And, like, that's how I used to think, too. And, like, yeah. that's how a lot of, like, movies and TV shows kind of, like, portray New York City, too. Facts. And it's facts. But <laughs> but then, like, I got there and I'm like, it kind of makes sense. Because, like, New York people are always on, like, they're on a mission. Yeah. They're always moving with a purpose. Like, yeah. they have reasons, you know, for their... Uh, rudeness, I guess. And, like, yeah. it's uh, they have different kind of, like, kindness, too. Like, uh, there's, like, a bit from Louis C.K.'s stand-up um, where he said, New York people are not always rude or, like, we have a different kind of, like, way to show our, you know, nice side. Mm-hmm. That's when, like, you know, you see somebody coming towards the door that you're just, like, you know, going in. And if you see them, like, you hold the door open for them. But if they don't, like rush to yeah, the door yeah, and then yeah, like, yeah. yo, hurry the fuck up. Yeah. You know, I'm opening the yeah, door move for your you. ass, B. Basically. <laughs> so, like, we, they, they have different kind of, like, kindness, but um, a lot of people were kind of scared for me to go there because, like, you're Japanese, like, you know, they're really different there. And I get there, I'm like, yo, this shit, wow. Like, it, it makes <laughs> really, like, a lot of, a lot of sense. Yeah. And I fit right in. So, five years I was there. And I was not really planning to come back, and then COVID happened. So uh, what I did there was like a, you know, traveling Asian type, mm. type of job. That's why won't doing that. Yeah, <laughs> no, nobody was coming from Japan anymore, rightfully so. Yeah. Like you know, it was a scary time. A lot of shit was happening, even in New York. Like nobody really knew what was going on with this new virus, and. Uh, people were scared, and I was scared, but I also didn't want to, like, come home. Yeah. Um, not because I hate Okinawa or anything, but because I know Okinawa. Yeah. You know, I want to do, I want to be out there and See like, the do world. other things. So I didn't want to come back, but then, you know, I wasn't working. Part-time jobs here and there, but even that was a little stressful. So I was like, you know what, might as well just, you know, come home kind of hit the reset button, you know, and then build myself up again from the scratch and see where it takes me. And, yeah, it was, what, three like years three ago? Years almost, ago. almost three years yeah. ago. Yeah. So. Because we were here for about a year before you got back. Right. So. You were still in Yomitan. Yeah. yeah. So how would you say your time being back has been? Interesting. I, I feel like I I saw so many changes, like, after COVID. Um, and it makes me wonder, like, how it would have been had I stayed in New York. But, um, you know, I've seen all these businesses, like, being closed for oh, you mean months that? and all that. And people wearing masks everywhere, even outside. And I'm yeah. like, really? Even when you're jogging by yourself outside, <laughs> you want to have a mask on like okay but um a lot of things were just kind of sad for a long time for me and even though like I was back and like I could see you like you know my friends and family members 
that wasn't always easy just because I was in the same place with them. Yeah. Like, you know, with your grandma and grandpa being old and, like, this virus could potentially, like, kill them when yeah. they, if they were exposed to it. So it was a little difficult for me to adjust for a little bit, especially with, like, my own mother who, yeah. you know, didn't really understand. And also she's from a different generation, mm-hmm. right? So... I would try to, like, go outside, have, you know, fun with friends, and she would see me, like, in these pictures on a beach. She'd be like, where's your mask? Or, like, why yeah, are I you, like, I mean, I remember those texts. People? And I'm like, what are you talking about, you know? Oh, we in the water. Yeah, we're, like, we're out. <laughs> Put your mask on in the water. <laughs> what, what am I protecting myself from with the mask in the water, you know? So it, it was a little bit difficult for me for, like, the first First year, maybe. Okay. Second year, I moved out, finally. Yeah, I remember and that, too. Yeah, and, well, I, I actually moved out in the first year, but then, like, I didn't really settle down yeah. for, like, the first, you know, couple months. Um, and, you know, now the business is opening back up, which is great, and, like, people are, you know, I guess happier and more outside, which is great. Yeah. But still... All these, like, I don't know. Pe- like, Japanese people are so, like, mm, they are so restricted by other people's opinions so yeah. much. Yep. Like, other people's opinions and also, like, just the rules in general. Yeah. You know? So, it's like, you you can't do you. You can't be you. A lot of times, uh, I think like if you're a Japanese person who have never lived outside Japan and who are not really like familiar with the other cultures and stuff, it w- might not bother you as much as it does yeah. me or people who, who are from outside Okinawa or Japan. But yeah, it it's not easy. But then like once you get used to it, I think like you kind of start to be like, ugh. It, I don't like it, but it is what it is. So I'll say on the outside looking in, yeah. for Americans, or like even with my European friends that I've spoken with, uh, it's awesome. Japan is it's, awesome. It's especially especially Oki with a lot of uh, people I've spoken with because uh, the simple fact that the thoughts of others and the opinions of others are looked at so much as a Japanese person or as a, ja- a Japanese people as a whole. Mm-hmm. It really makes living here easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because n- they, you don't want to have the bad reputation of living right. in Japan. And so, like, customer service, some of the best you'll ever have. Mm-hmm. Uh, dealing with the ins and outs of so much stuff if you're not military will be some of the best you ever have. So even even the kids, yeah, like raising kids out here, especially out in Oki. I don't know so much about mainland, but raising kids out here, A1. <laughs> it blew my mind. I remember the first time I came here, it was like 7, 8 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I just seen what couldn't have been older than like a 5 or 6-year-old mm-hmm. just walking down the street. And I was just like, 
Hey yo, who baby? <laughs> right. Like where are your parents? That that wouldn't that wouldn't happen in the states. That kid gets oh, no. snatched up mm-hmm. so fast. Oh yeah. But it's just, just walking down. He has a little backpack on. And I think he came from like a little after school thing or like yeah, a yeah, cram yeah. something. And he's just walking down. Da, da, da. I'm just like. I felt like Dave Chappelle, like there, there's a baby, <laughs> on, baby. baby on the corner. <laughs> hey, yo, baby. <laughs> I'm selling weed. <laughs> oh, I got a family <laughs> to take care of. <laughs> I had to buy a sack, just call my nurse. So that's what it felt like, mm. just seeing that. I was just like, yo, what is happening right now? That comes up a lot, like when, you know, Americans like talk to us about like living out here, like. The kids just walking around on the streets. Yeah. No adults in sight, you know. And that we just grew up like that. Yep. Some of that, you just raise your hand mm-hmm. and cross the street, and cars will come to a dead stop. That ain't <laughs> happening in New York. Nope. That ain't happening in New York. It's in the 15 points. Boop, boop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Should have been in the crosswalk. Like, you know. Or the kid would have been like. I'm walking here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> slap the hood. I'm walking, bitch. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, nowhere else but Japan. I feel like we have we have good manners. Mm-hmm. You know, we were taught to have good manners and sense of humor. Uh, not, not sense of humor, but uh, common sense, right? Yeah. But what is common sense? Like, sometimes it's really vague. Yeah. But I think, like, in Japan... We're expected to have the same way of thinking yeah. about a lot of different things. I can see that. Like, people think that, like, well, people are expected to have common sense, but it's like, I mean, what might be common sense to me might not be common sense to you, so I I don't know. Oh, no, I, common sense ain't always that common. Exactly. I will say one of the one of the downfalls of that though would be the rules that are implemented mm. are the rules that are implemented. They are not deviated from. They are not changed. Nope. They they that is what they are. I remember going to McDonald's and it was when they had the sweet and sour sauce. Okay. Oh, I've had I've had two separate incidences at McDonald's. One. I literally wanted sweet and sour sauce in my fries. Mm-hmm. I loved doing that back in the States. And I was just like, oh, man, sweet and sour sauce? And the lady was just like, oh, you want chicken nuggets? Mm. I was like, no. I'm number two, double cheeseburger, large fries, sweet and sour sauce. And she was just like, no, you yeah. you can only get sweet and sour sauce so- if you get chicken nuggets. Mm. I was like, I'll pay for the sauce. Like, yeah. what is that, five, five yen? I'll pay for them. This should No. No, you can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't. And do I was that just either. like, I was just like, all right, cool. And then what really got me when I stopped trying to like deviate from the menu mm-hmm. was they serve a sausage McGriddle here. Okay. And they serve a bacon McGriddle here. Okay. When you do a sandwich, uh-huh. stateside, you can pay like fifty cents and okay. get bacon added to almost anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I wanted a sausage <laughs> and bacon McGriddle. <laughs> and that seemed simple to me. Right. I was like, just get this. Can I have a sausage McGriddle? Mm-hmm. She's like, okay. And may I add bacon? So you want a bacon McGriddle? <laughs> no, I don't want a bacon McGriddle. I want a sausage McGriddle, and I want to add bacon. So no sausage McGriddle, only bacon McGriddle. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I think I even asked her. 
if they charge for bacon and i'm pretty sure she told me yes like for lunch i asked if you wanted to have bacon could you maybe she didn't understand what i was asking but i was just like could i pay for bacon Mm -hmm. and she was like yes yeah i was like all right cool so can i have a sausage mcgriddle you add the bacon and i'll pay for the bacon and she's like no i'm sorry (laughs) no and i was just like bruh Rules it is not rules. that serious. Yeah. There's, I've worked in restaurants and fast food. There's literally a button you can push oh, yeah. to add, add a surcharge. This, yeah, add like, that, yeah. And she would not. And I was just like, bet. That yeah. let me know then rules are rules. Oh, yeah. Here. Rules are rules. It's, it's ridiculous to me. Like, so we, we're not typically flexible. Yeah. It's easy to, yeah. I would say the older generation. You're def- yeah. I, I'm definitely seeing it more with the younger generation mm. where, I mean, just look at how many younger generation have tattoos now. Yeah. Look at how many young generation are going out on their own and, like, truly independent. Mm. Because even 10, 12 years ago when I came here, like, even just because you're independent, you still live with your family. Mm. You still live with the mother and the grandmother yeah. and stuff like that. You're seeing more and more younger generation going out and getting their own places. That's true. So I I feel like that rigidness is starting to ease off a little bit. I don't know how it is in mainland, but I feel like especially down here, you're seeing people be more free and independent at a young age. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) With tattoos, though, it's a little different too because of like the whole yakuza thing mm-hmm. you know even nowadays like yakuza is still a thing yeah. it's not like it's like an old thing that used to happen or yeah. like whatever so i kind of understand like why people give or older generation associate tattoos with like mm-hmm. bad people like yakuza and stuff like that but then there are so many more younger people mm-hmm. who um, have tattoos Older generation, however, are still not really accepting. No, you know, no. The, there's the there's still so many places you can't even go if you're showing tattoos, right. and I and I understand that. I'm more so just talking about the aspect that even knowing this, the younger generation knows this. They know that tattoos are shunned, that they're kind of looked down mm-hmm. upon because of association, and they're getting them anyways. Right, right, they're, right. You're seeing more younger people willing to. All right, this is what y'all always do, but I'm going to do right. this. That is true. I would say even with the LGBT community, you're seeing them more prevalent than oh, when yes. I was here 10, 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, you're seeing them so much more here in Oakland. Yeah. And you're starting to see, like, more events for them and stuff like that. So it's that's a de- definitely awesome aspect that I feel like Okie's coming with. COVID shut this island down like hard by and it sucked because for the longest time we weren't affected Mm. we weren't affected for a good year or some change after it happened oh yeah i remember seeing places in the states locked down and like all this stuff and i was just like yo that's crazy tropical beach (laughs) (laughs) like like straight up we were still like we heard about it Mm. and with us being right next door to it Mm -hmm. we're like yo this is crazy but we weren't really affected by it but when it came it came hard they closed down some beaches too yeah no they closed everything now for the most part so covid was such a weird thing for here Mm. because the one thing about oki oki prior to covid was always like 20 years behind 
10 to 20 years behind when it came to like culture when it came to technology mm. when it came to a bunch of stuff Oki was it just had a older feel to it like when mm. I remember when I got here in 2010 I felt like I was in the late 90s Really? Early 2000s. The style of clothes that people oh, wear. Okay. The cars, the motorcycles, the music that people are listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, it, everything kind of seemed 10 to 20 years behind. Hmm. And I felt like COVID kind of reset that and caught everyone up to current times. Oh, that's interesting. Like, when huh. after COVID, takeout became a thing. Oh, yeah. Prior to COVID, there wasn't takeout. You ate in restaurants. Mm-hmm. And very few places did take out delivery yeah no one was delivering food Mm. and so after covid you know even debit cards everything was cash prior Mm. to covid for the most part very few places would accept visa and stuff like that but after covid oki was just like yo we don't want to see you Mm. we don't want (laughs) to interact with you right dog if i could leave this at the bottom of the stairs Mm. and you just wire me the money we'd be cool like they lock that (laughs) shit the fuck down but they still needed that revenue that income so it was covid was like a a blessing and a curse Mm, for okinawa for okinawa yeah no it definitely it definitely impacted the island we definitely had to be careful because of the mass amount of people that we have our centennials here Mm. and we had to be careful because of that but it almost was just like this is your chance to upgrade. Do right. it. And so that was pretty dope. I mean, look at American Village now compared to 12 years ago. American Village 12 years ago didn't have half those shops. True. Half those hotels. Tourism within the last 12 years mm. has just blown that yeah, area up. skyrocketed for sure. So yeah. it's just, and then especially with digital transactions and stuff like that, it really increased people being go, able to go out and visit mm. stuff. So, no, nah, it's definitely. Which actually is kind of funny because, like, when I think about New York, as big a city New York is, there are still so many places where only cash is accepted. In New York? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like bodegas and stuff? Not just bodegas. Like sometimes like bars. Really? Yeah. Maybe not only cash, but like cash or I don't know, whatever, whatever else. Um, I've been on a couple of dates where the guy didn't have cash on them and I did and I had to pay like so many times. And I'm That's like, crazy. That's why I always have cash on me because. Because you used to bum dudes. <laughs> you know, you know, you know th- th- that common sense thing. <laughs> like, I was taught to always carry cash, like always, and even now I'll try to keep five thousand in on me at mm. all times because I'm going to use my car for everything. But yeah. just in case the system's exactly. down, the machine's broken, something yeah. like that, or you go to a place where they don't accept car. Yeah, so exactly. But yeah, there are still dudes. some places like that in New York. I mean, I don't know about now, but yeah. like you know, back when I still lived in New York. Those places were still a thing, like all these like moms and pop shop and like bodegas, but also like other places sometimes. But yeah, you're right. Okinawa definitely changed in the well, since you got here for the first time. Yeah, right. Is Okinawa staying you know up to date after after COVID? I'd say for the most part. I'd say for the most part. I mean, there 
I feel like as far as vehicles go, they're always going to be behind, but they don't really care about that. Mm, um, no. I don't know, man. I just, for me personally, the way of life out here, I just really vibe with. Mm. I'm a chill person. The only thing I wish would change would be like the nightlife scene a little bit more. Mm. I wish it was a little bit more updated. I wish it was a little bit more variation like mm. jazz clubs, oh, legitimate yeah. hip hop clubs. Um, Cause nothing's, there's nothing wrong with the hip hop clubs here now. Right. It's just the number of them and the people that go. Mm. And then a whole different episode. I have a problem with DJing. Mm. I have a problem with half the DJs who DJ. Mm. I feel like DJs don't really DJ anymore. They have their own set playlist yeah. or whatever that they. But that, again, that's a different conversation for a different episode. Yeah. But no, nah, a lot of a lot of the nightlife here really um, isn't the best, in my opinion. Especially if you've been somewhere like New York, yeah. or if you've been somewhere like Korea, or uh, even even mainland, mm. and so. Like, nah, like... I think, like, clubbing is just different. And, like, I don't want to say just because we're older now. Mm. I don't don't think it's just because of that. But, like, back in the day, like, when we were clubbing, I feel like a lot of people actually, like, listened to those music, like, Mm. to these songs that were on the radio and that were being played at the club. And, like, they would know to, like, you know, sing along and all that stuff and, like, and that was when, I mean, people didn't really have iPhones or, like, smartphones, really. Yeah. Um, music wasn't as um, quickly, like, consumed as it is now. That's so, fair. like, you know, we would, lis- we would hear the same songs played in a club for, like, a while. And, like, we still hear some of them, like, today, yeah. Yeah. you know, when we go clubbing. Um, but, like, now I feel like people do know these songs, um, you know, these, like, popular songs that are played in, in clubs. But it's not like they, they actually, like, know, know the song. Like, the, the oh, artist yeah, or... Really? Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. I just, a story just showed up on my Snapchat with uh, that song. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Look, you know, what, what song is that? I don't even know who sings it, but it was a dance. So the thing is, most <laughs> songs have dances now. Well, a lot, a lot, well, of, a yeah. lot of songs have dances, yeah. but even even TikTok and you know yeah. Stuff. Nah, when I went up, when I went up in uh, I think it was Epica, mm-hmm. like, and that's a crazy thing. They know all the lyrics. They're rapping them. That's another problem I have with a lot of clubs. I have a problem because when I go to clubs, mm-hmm. even to this day, I always, I always say this line: I'm not gonna buy a tiger, but I can still go to the zoo. Mm-hmm. When I go to a club, I like to be accompanied by women. Mm. I like to, you know, I don't want to go to a club where there's all men. Yeah. That's not appealing to me. <laughs> so, like, I go to these clubs, and, like, another problem that I have with DJs is they will get stuck on, like, the gangster rap mm. section and just stay there. And you'll see all these dudes mm. in the middle rapping every <laughs> lyric just like in each other's faces yeah. going and then like look, some dude lost his shirt somewhere other dudes yeah. doing dances and i'm just like yo and you see the women and they're kind of standing on the sidelines mm. i'm just like that's not a good time for me right. but no these motherfuckers in that circle <laughs> they know the words let meek mill come on uh was it dreams oh. and nightmares dreams and nightmare come on and that is 
you remember Bring Them Out mm-hmm. with the T.I. The Lion Dance? That is how Dreams and Nightmares is really? for them now. Like, they will stop doing what they're doing. Oh, wow. And just, like, they could be spitting the biggest game to grab, like, yo, ma, you know, I'm thinking about taking you back to my place. And <laughs> I remember one time. And they were like, yo, hold on. And just, like, they go and they with their boys just getting it. And I'm just like, hey, yo. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> like, nah. So they, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that they don't know the words or the lyrics and stuff like they know the music it's just the vibe has changed mm. and and that's kind of the problem that i have with the nightlife here in oki mm. like there's a lot of things i love about oki but the nightlife is definitely not one of them that's why i gravitate towards the salsa community mm. so much because the vibes are dope i vibe with the music and the and the people are just for the most part, friendly. Yeah. Like, there's not that much issues that you have with that community, for the most part. Hmm. So, that's why I go to. But I do miss hip-hop and R&B spots. I miss decent EDM spots. I miss, you know, various, being able to go out and do various things. Yeah. You know, Oki's kind of limited when it comes to that. I mean, it is a small island. Yeah. Um... We do have some jazz clubs in Naha, but it's not like, you know, like really yeah. put out there. Mm-hmm. And that, I feel like that's like the whole point of jazz clubs. To that's you. Oki as a whole. You think so? No, that's Oki as a whole. That's that, I'm glad you brought that up. Like, I want to get into that. Oki is as dope as you're willing to make it. Because mm. Oki as a whole has a bunch of activities that's in the cut that you uh. never know about if you didn't know certain people. Mm. And so with her jazz clubs, I did I actually knew about the jazz clubs. Mm. It's just that they're not they're not what I like a New York jazz club to me. No. Like just go some dude playing saxophone, maybe some lady singing the blues, stuff mm. like that. When I think of a jazz club, I'm thinking of a lounge. Like just kind of sitting uh. there. That's to me. Okay. To me that's what a jazz club is. Yeah. So but now, like, there's so much stuff that does happen. Mm. The phone party. Mm. The phone party that you were just talking about, like, that's something that probably wasn't advertised. Yeah. And I mean, I only saw it on, you know, my friend who DJs yeah. uh, her, on her social, social network. And that that's... DJ Echo, not one of those DJs talking about she's actually dope. Just shout, <laughs> shout that little plug is, out there. She is really dope. I I love when she played Epica. Um, yeah, that was, I'm I'm actually upset they got rid of that hip hop section. I know, me too. I don't they know closed why. that off. That was like one of the very few because again she would play over there, and the music just hit. Music was always dope. Yeah, and it was even the environment in that area. Like you would see, I'm a dancer. Like I hip hop, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. you would see a lot of like hip hop dancers come out. Yeah. and just kind of vibe. But it wasn't too hardcore. They would throw some R&B in mm-hmm. there, like some party rap. So it wasn't like too gangster, too yeah. thuggish. Like women could dance, men could dance. Like it was dope. It was a good balance. But they got rid of it and just made it all that one big floor now. And do they play EDM? Is that like their main thing? I don't know. I think it's mostly EDM. Epica right. originally was an EDM right. club. But I think they do a mix now. Oh. Yeah. Like EDM and hip-hop? Yeah, I think so. I think it just depends on night. I'm pretty sure at one point they even did a few Latin songs. Like Really? Yeah. And th- I know they also have special guests that come in all the time. Oh, yeah. That I see all the time. But a lot I of mean, people from mainland and yeah. around around the islands and stuff. You'll see that. Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, no, they do a little bit of everything now. And when I say every, not everything, but it's mostly like EDM, and then they'll sprinkle in some hip hop, mm. they'll sprinkle in some Latin, but it's mostly EDM. Mm. Yeah, I mean, night- nightlife is, I don't know, maybe I'm getting old. I go out and I don't usually have a good time, but I didn't know, like, if it was because I'm getting older or like because of what you said earlier. Both. Like, it's just different. It's both. Maybe it's, it's both. It's both we're getting older. And because uh, every now and again, I'll be like, oh, I'm not that old. I'm only I'm only about to be 34. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not that old. And then I'll see stuff and I'm just like, oh, fucking kids. <laughs> oh, those fucking children. I went <laughs> I went to this uh, club called Voyager in Naha. Never heard of it's it. It's actually like in the center of Naha. Okay. And I saw something on Instagram. So I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And like I was in Naha. And if you follow their account on Instagram, like, you get, like, a thousand yen off or something. And, like, Jeez. it's all you can drink. I wasn't drinking that night because I was fucked up the night before and I was still recovering. So I wasn't drinking, but it's, like, all you can drink. I don't know the quality of the alcohol, but it's all you can drink. Okay. And naturally, all these young people come there. And I was with my homegirl who's, like, beautiful, right? We had all these guys coming to, like, talk to her, and they look like they probably haven't even graduated high school. <laughs> like, young. They could possibly be my kids had I had a baby at 16 or something, you know? <laughs> I'm like, no, baby. Hmm. <laughs> this ain't working out. But the music was also different, and I feel like they also, like, rush each songs nowadays. Mm. Like when they, well, I mean, I don't know about like the popular songs, like really no, they the do hot songs, but it's like they don't let them breathe. No, they don't let them breathe. I can't tell you how many times I've been to a club, and it's starting to get like this even in the states. Mm. But I can't tell you how many times I've been to a club where they transition to another song before the main part that everyone sings yes. even comes on. Like yo, that nothing pisses me off more. Oh. Like even that Mo Bamba song, mm. that part, the <laughs> fuck shit. Bitch, I've heard them cut that right before that. Whoa. And it's just like, you see the crowd building for it, and they're, wait, they're waiting for the music to drop out. And as soon as the music drops out, it transitions into a new song. And you can see everyone like, oh, what the fuck? Like, all right, I guess I'm bopping to this. It's like giving you a musical blue balls or something. You Facts. Know? Facts. <laughs> like, why? What's the point of playing this song in the first place? Exactly. Like, that part. That's the main part that everyone's going to chant. Yeah. So I no, feel like no, that I... happens a lot nowadays. So much so. So, I mean, sometimes it, it was nice um, when Keisha Cole's Love came on and everyone was singing along. Like, everyone and their yeah. mamas were singing. And it was yeah. like, okay, this generation ain't so bad. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, besides that, it was just like... Wow, I, I really don't belong here. Like, what am I doing here, you know? And I and I feel like that's the, again, not all, mm. but I feel like that's the DJ's fault. DJs don't read crowds. Yeah. DJs don't read crowds anymore. And, again, they don't pick music based on who's in the crowd. Right. A lot of them come with set playlists. Yeah. And they just pick. And Oki has a huge problem. I love Oki. There's a lot of things I love about Oki. But one of the things I hate the most is people being Oki famous. Mm. And so many people come out here to make a name for themselves. And they come out here and they might have DJed like two times in a friend's garage. Mm. And now they're an official DJ. Right. And they're going out here and they're 
hosting parties and stuff like that, and they're whack as fuck. <laughs> and it's just like, bro, the the Oki rappers, the Oki rappers, like, and is never want to knock anyone's hustle. Mm. If you're doing this and this is something you're passionate about, cool. Yeah. The problem I have is when people think they're bigger than they are. Mm. Because you're known in Oki, you think that you you carry yourself a certain way. Yeah. And there's a thing called faking it until you make it. Right. You know, whether you believe in that or not. It works for some people. It work, doesn't for others. But still have, like, a humbleness oh, about yeah. yourself. And there are so many rappers out here that I would see or, like, DJs or photographers out here that I would see that's just, like, they're big on Okies. So, mm-hmm. like, they would carry themselves a certain way. So like, man, you get eaten up in the States. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't make five cents. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's. I feel like it's so easy to have that kind of mentality in Okinawa, too, mm-hmm. because it's such a small community. Yep. It's like, if I know one person, like, I pretty much, like, know his whole, like, community. Oh, for sure. You know, if I go somewhere else, then, like, oh, you know Alex, too? Yeah. You know, like, it, it just, people start, like, connecting so fast. So, like, it's easier and, like, yeah, I, I think it's, to be well it's known. just easier to, like, also think that you're well known too, mm. even even though you might not be. Mm, that's so fair. I, I I don't know. That's but fair. I I haven't been in that like community in so long, like the whole like music <laughs> yeah. industry here in Okinawa. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, because you know, like especially nowadays. Okinawan music or like the pop culture mm-hmm. in Okinawa is kind of getting like a, a spotlight mm-hmm. because of like artists like A Witch, mm-hmm. who I don't know if you know, but I've heard the name. Um, she's like blowing up in mainland, mm-hmm. and she's like mainstream. You know, collaborating with like all these famous like comedians and like actors, and um, she's on a lot of shows. And I I don't really know her music all that well. One thing I do respect that she seems to be doing is um, she's you know pretty much made it so she's taken all these people that she used to like rap with uh, or like make music with here in Okinawa with her oh that's what's up so most of the song well the songs that she's been putting out recently you see all these like other artists like featured on on these songs Mm -hmm. and they are apparently like mostly Okinawan artists and when she performs in mainland she takes them with her you know and perform with them and like trying to like help them establish their career as well so like I think that's cool but I think with all these happening for local artists that are still like trying to you know thrive out here they might think like oh you know I perform at the same show that A Witch performed at like Five years ago, like, you know, right before she blew up. So, like, you know, we're cool. Like, we're homies or whatever. So, maybe that might be helping. I don't know. I'm more so talking about the American aspect of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I can't really speak on. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm more so talking about that. I I can't really speak too much on the the Japanese side. Mm -hmm. I do know. I've uh, I've heard A-Witch. And then there was also that, um, the dancer that got to be in a step-up movie that was from here. And I can't remember her, her name. Again, I follow the dance Okinawa? community. Mm-hmm. 
there's a super famous dancer from here, hip hop dancer, and she made it. Interesting. But uh, I can't I can't remember her name. I know there was a there was a lady who joined the Pussycat Dolls after Nicole left. Really? Who was from Okinawa? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know the Pussycat Dolls were still a thing after Nicole left. Yeah. Are they still like making music? I don't know about now, but like that was that was a while ago. Holy shit! Like. Basically, like, shortly after she left. Okay. So, like, they were still trying to, like, I guess, maintain and mm-hmm. just, you know, continue the group. And she kind of, like, this Okinawan girl, she joined as a member, but, like, she was mainly, like, a backup dancer. Uh, so, okay. she was an official member of the group. That's what's up. But, yeah. I, I don't know about the other dancer. She Maybe she is really famous. I mean, Okinawans are really talented. Especially, yeah. like... When it comes to entertainment, I, I definitely do think that. But, yeah, some, like, non-Okinawan, like, non-Japanese artists. Yeah. Especially DJs. Not not a fan of a lot of them. Yeah. But I also don't really know a lot of them either nowadays, especially, so. I don't know as many nowadays. And the ones I do know actually seem legit. They seem humble. Like, yeah. they're giving... A lot of things when it comes to the musical industry or like artistry in general is paying respect to mm. you know the originators or yeah. like where it came from, and I feel like paying respect to the craft. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the people that I know that do uh, dab in some kind of artistry, they pay that respect. Yeah, but it was just a lot of stuff I saw early on when I, was, especially when I was here my first time, that I would just see stuff. I remember when we went to again knowing about stuff from finding out from locals or just in the cut thing frankie mm. J came out here mm. and he threw a concert and before he performed there was all these local rappers and stuff that went on before him yeah. and so we're listening and the music was just bad there's like maybe one or two good ones but it was just bad and they're sitting there going and mind you it's this little hole in the wall spot mm. Maybe 50 people max can fit in there. Really? And uh, we're sitting there vibing. And dude, he goes up there rapping. And then he has like a bunch of his hype men or whatever come up. And they're rapping with him. And at one point, one of the dudes stops. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, yo, if I jump in the crowd, y'all going to catch me? And the crowd together was just like, no. And so we're just like, all right, cool. So he goes back to rapping. And he's rapping, he's rapping, he's rapping. <laughs> he said, yo, cool. And then he just went to And he stops. Yeah. He went back to rapping. But he, at one point, he just stopped. Like, he was sideways. Uh-huh. And he was, like, going. And he stopped. And looked at the crowd. And then just run and jumps. What? And we all moved oh, <laughs> And he landed on this one Japanese lady and just, like, crushes oh her. And, like, she's on the ground and we're helping her up. And it's, like, all this stuff. And he gets back on stage and he's all disheveled and shit. And he looks at the crowd. He's just like, why y'all didn't catch me? Oh, Jesus. And this black chick in the crowd, she's like, nigga, we said we weren't going <laughs> to catch you. <laughs> like, 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 who are you? We're here to see Frankie J. Right. <laughs> like, Frankie, yeah. Frankie, <laughs> like, like, we don't know who you are. And so, nah, and that shit, <laughs> that shit was just, that, that shit was sick. just crazy. But oh, that was, a, that, 
that was a dope night because like Frankie J gave a super intimate like, like concert. Show. Like yeah, yeah. That's good. like he was probably from me to just a little bit past you. That's how oh, close wow. we were because again, it was a small venue. Mm. And again, that's just one of the things, one of the many hole in the wall spots that Oki has, like stuff like that. Uh, Oki has ruined beaches for me. I can't go to any beaches stateside now because the water's just so beautiful and oh, clear yeah. and shit like that. Like I go, I go on the beaches and I feel like Rihanna when she was in that store with the jewelry. It's the most <laughs> ghetto shit I've ever seen in my life. Like I just look at those beaches like that, like it's trash. Yeah. Have you been to like any other smaller islands? Okay, oh fuck yeah, we went to Ishigaki Island. Oh, you did. And uh, so, right before we left the first time, mm-hmm. we read a news article, and Ishigaki Island actually has an island called the Panari Islands. Okay. And they were ranked number ten for the clearest waters oh, in the wow. world. And so we went there. We caught a ferry. And we went to these islands, and we took a boat ride. Mm. Like, we signed up for this, like, tour or something like that, and they took a boat ride, and mm. we went snorkeling. And I remember while we were snorkeling, another thing I love about uh, Japan, especially Oki, everyone is so nice for the most part. Um, again, part of it might be that uh, perception or the customer service, but it, you just find genuinely nice people mm. out here. And so on this boat, the man knows very little English, and I don't blame him because mm. we're in Japan, which is a pet peeve of mine when I hear Americans complain. Mm. But um, so he was just like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. The waters are murky today. A storm just blew through. Mm. You look down. You can see like 60 meters down. Oh, wow. You're just like, this is this is murky? <laughs> what does clear look right, like? Right. Like, yo. Now you want to come back. I know, right? I can see the sand dottle on the bottom of this yeah. ocean. Like, and I am snorkeling at the top. Mm. What is murky? Right. <laughs> like, That's so, insane. nah, it was, it was beautiful out there. He made us handmade soba. Oh, like, on the, so cool. yeah, like, it was, because it was only, like, five of us. Mm. It was, like, us two, and then, like, I think a Japanese couple and their kid. Mm. And he made us all, like, sober. Nice. And we pretty much just chilled on the boat for a little bit. Then he brought us back to shore. Mm-hmm. It was one of the dopest experiences I've ever oh, gone so cool. through. As as much as as much shit I talk about Okinawa, I do love Okinawa and Japan. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not just, like, hating yeah, on yeah, my yeah, own yeah. country and stuff like that. Like, especially being away from Japan does make you realize, you know, how good I had it here. Yeah. And, like, you know, now, especially talking to, like, my friends who have kids, like yourself, like, it does give me, like, different perspective as well. Yeah. You know, in terms of, like, you know, raising kids, um, having family and stuff like that. So, like, I love this country. Yeah. Like, with all the love and respect that I have for my own culture, I choose to still talk shit. Yeah, I can't. It's, 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 it's like siblings. Yeah. It's like siblings. Oh, yeah. It's like siblings. You can talk shit. Yeah. Because you know it's part of you, and at the end of the day, you have love for it. Right. But let someone else talk shit. Yeah. It's a it's a problem. Oh, like yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna talk about my country. You're mm-hmm. not gonna talk about my island. Like like yo, you don't know. You won't in these trenches with us. Right. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, like, you don't even exactly. know. So yeah, exactly. no. Exactly. And 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 that's how I feel about here. Like even though I'm not from here, mm. I've spent almost my entire adult life right. out here. You know, I came here when I was t- 19. 
I came. I was 19 when I came here the first time. I was 13 days from my 20th birthday. Oh, no, I I was 20. I was 20 when I came here, and I was 13 days from my 21st birthday Mm. because I remember I ended up in someone's house and got to – that's a that's another story like i it was just bad oh my 21st birthday was trash yeah no uh friends man yeah friends 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 will lead you in some uh fucked up situations Mm. but uh yeah no i've been here pretty much since i was 21 i only i'm about to turn 34 out of me being 21 to me being 33 now Mm -hmm. i've only spent about two and a half three years in the states so I've spent almost my entire adult life in Japan. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of what it is, this is all I know. Mm. You know, I grew up in America, so I do know America. But like, as far as the independent and that freedom mm-hmm. and all that stuff, this is this is pretty much what I know. Yeah. So I definitely feel like this is another home, mm. and, it, and even in certain aspects, it's more home. Than what it you know what I have in the states because I've never set roots mm-hmm. or established anything in states like I have a house in Arizona and I thought that was going to be my forever home but we're only there two three years mm. so I've been here the longest out right. of anywhere so yeah no I definitely feel that uh, I can understand talking shit about the place <laughs> but also like not letting people talk shit about the place because oh, this yeah. is home for me. Oh yeah. This is home. This is this is this is my little brother. Yeah. You know, my little sister. Like, I'm gonna fuck him up, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty you much. I, I get mad when I see so much stuff. Again, Americans are just like, oh, I wish they speak English. And I was like, bitch, we in Japan. Yeah. Like, like, you should be happy that so many people speak English here in the first place. Oh yeah. I feel bad because that is another thing you will see. The people who live here that are from here go out of their way Mm. to try to speak English to you. They put so much effort into it, and they apologize. They're insecure about it. Mm. And I'm just like, no, you shouldn't be struggling to speak English. I should be struggling to speak Japanese, which is why I did take up actually, like, learning to read it and Mm. stuff. You know, I I still don't talk it because I'm trash. And you know, cat, your daughter. Oh, yeah, my daughter's fluent. Yeah. My son is, too. It's just that he don't talk for shit. (laughs) But... (laughs) You know, he, he he communicates through grunts and hitting. <laughs> but, um... Body yeah, language. Yeah, body language. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to read that body language. Right. <laughs> but, nah, it, it's, it aggravates me so much when I see just the disregard that so many foreigners can have here. Like, I feel like a lot of this episode kind of started talking about, it, like, a lot of the negatives or whatever. Mm. But... All that being said, I would still, for the most part, not choose to live anywhere else. Mm. Like, again, just the way of life, the way people are, the, the food. Oh. oh. The food. How come? That's a whole episode within itself. Yeah, just, it is. Just the food. The food. That's why you see so many Americans come here one way and leave big as shit. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because, like, the portions are so much smaller. Smaller, yeah. Yeah. Everything is so much smaller here. But we yet. leave big as shit. I, I lost, I mean, I gained weight when I got here. Yeah. And it's crazy. You don't know why. You don't Because no. even, even the food that is served mm-hmm. is cleaner. Oh, yeah. It's healthier. We went back on leave for about 30 days last year for mm-hmm. the for the Lovers and Friends Fest. 
And I just remember, like, the kids wouldn't even eat, really. Because either the food was trash mm-hmm. or you were paying ridiculous amounts for yeah. good quality food. It was better to just cook your own food. Because if you weren't cooking your own food, all fast food was trash. All not fast food, but, like, lower restaurant level mm-hmm. food was trash. Yeah. And it was just, like, it tasted processed. It tasted it didn't taste fresh. Mm. And that is the one. Here, especially in Oki, oh. you'll see a picture of food, and then you your food it comes, comes out, out exactly. and it looks like the picture. Yep. You're like, yo. like it, It's a flex. Oh, uh, it It's a super flex. It, it's so it's, good. Like, even the food past their expiration date. Yeah. Still good. And like, I still eat it. Yeah. I don't oh, taste anything bad. No. no. Nothing. There's, I say nothing. There's only two places that I've seen that have come close. But what goats Japan and what goats Oki mm. are three places. Seven mm. Eleven, <laughs> Lawson's, and Family Mart. Yep. Those three places alone, goat Japan. They are amazing. There is nothing like them. Like. Yes, customer service in general is great in Japan, but like they just take it to the top like level. Like they, you know, after I mean during the typhoon, we just had a really huge typhoon, yeah. you know, like we were pretty much shut down for like a week. Yeah. I was teleworking and next to my apartment there's a family mart and I didn't really need to go. But just in case, I wanted to, like, see if they were open. And they were open. So I went over there. And, like, it was more crowded than usual. But it wasn't, like, packed. Okay. And they were still just, like, making food. And, like, I'm thinking, you don't have to work. But, yeah, yeah, I'm still here. (laughs) But, like, you know, I'm thinking, like, you don't have to work. But they were, you know, doing all this. And then two days later, I went back because my water was out. Mm. So I was like, well, maybe I'm too late, but I'll see if they have water. So I go and, like, I see some kids, like, maybe in their middle school, you know, like, they're, like, still kids. You can tell. Yeah. And, like, they're in their, you know, regular clothes, like, restocking stuff. So I'm like, what is going on here? And I see this, like, lady who appears to be their mom, maybe, who works here. So, like, she had her whole fucking Child family. Child laws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I thought that shit was banned. But they were just, like, helping her mom. And she was like, oh, just, you know, trying to make sure you're not in the way of customers and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo. Yeah. Like, I want to say thank you. But at the same time, I'm like, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. So that they can just be home, you yeah. know. But their their customer service and, like, their mentality is just top notch. So, for y'all that don't know... Family Mart, Lawson, and 7-Eleven, which is actually new to Okinawa because it wasn't down here for a while. It was only in mainland. But these are convenience stores, like, on crack. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe them. But that was so, the best way to yeah, describe it. Like, so take your convenience store. Take your regular 7-Eleven. Take your... Wawa, because Wawa is a pretty close thing, like a stateside. So is a Getty Mart in the West Coast. And supposedly Bucky's, because I hear a lot of people rave about Bucky's. But take these and just like surplus them. 
So you can do so much at these convenience stores. Not only does their food slap, depending on which one you go to, they actually cook food daily, but you can do you can handle your um, utilities there. Not only can you handle your utilities there, you can have packages shipped there. Mm-hmm. Like, and just even if there's so much services, you can buy concert tickets there. Mm-hmm. You can do, there's so much stuff you can do at these convenience stores. But it all comes back to their food and their drinks. Mm-hmm. Their food and their drinks, it's just, you can go there and get a corn dog. You can go there and get sandwiches. You can go get whole ramen fried meals. Chicken. Like, you can get fried chicken. The spicy chicken. Mm. The spicy chicken, man. Like, you can do so much stuff. The little, what are the buns called? The buns uh, full of meat. Nikuman? What's it called? Nikuman. Nikuman? Oh, tch. crack. Yeah. Crack. So good. They have the pizza one, the curry one. Right. The, like, yeah. oh, man. Like, like it's just, we <laughs> literally moved from here to Arizona, and again mm-hmm. they had the Getty Mart, which was nice or whatever. But it was just, it was so depressing to <laughs> not have. <laughs> like we'd be sitting in the house and be like, man, I wish I could go to Family Mart. Right, and like you know, it's twenty four seven, and again, even during typhoons, they try to stay open, you know, yeah. as, as much as possible. So it, the the level. Of like customer service and just the quality is so different. I was in the states for five years, and I think during my first year, I came back here from my brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. And after I went back to the states, I didn't come back for four years. And I mean, you know, in New York, there's a lot of Japanese people and like Asian people in general. So mm-hmm. we do have like Asian supermarkets and um, supermarkets like for Japanese products. So it's not like we didn't have anything, but it's not 24-7. It's not like, you know, it's not like bodegas where I can just, like, walk up to, like, you know, right by my house and just get whatever. And bodegas are cool for what they are. But once you know Family Mart, once you grew up around Lawson's and, you know, 7-Elevens and all that, like... It ain't the same. It's not. It's not the same. I used to just look at pictures... (laughs) <laughs> of like snacks, like you know, bags of like chips or whatever, like nicely like stocked. Odd. Looking at those pictures, I was like, "Why am I getting turned on? Like, what is this? <laughs> you know, like, what is this?" That pastry section, man. Oh, oh, everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> everything is so good. So, like, yeah, food is definitely something that like that will make you miss Japan when you leave. Yeah. It's never the same once you leave Japan. The food, the people, the beaches. Mm. You order, and you, or for Oak anyways, yeah. you put it in any order you want to. But the food, the people, and beaches, there's no place like it, man. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I'm dreading just having them. I know. I know. We, we just had food. I know. But we are like, okay, should we go get some food? Yeah, shit. <laughs> and on yeah. that note, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, real talk. Um, appreciate you coming out. Thank you for having. Uh, me. Not gonna take too much more of your time. Okay. You know, I'm pretty sure Momo here is a busy woman. You know, enjoying yeah. people, enjoying friends, enjoying exactly. life. So taking my, taking my nieces who call me an old woman. Out. Oh yeah, yeah. kids, man. I, I love I'm, them. Yeah, I love yeah. Them. <laughs> we decided to make them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. So. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. All yours is by choice. Yeah, yeah. All yours is by choice. But, you know, we, we do love them. We love our kids. Yeah. We, lo- we love our family. It's just, uh, man, headaches. Oh, you ain't got to love <laughs> shit. It's, that's a, no. I, no, no, that's a choice. That's a choice. You have to take care of them. That's mm. your responsibility. True. You don't have to love anything. <laughs> anything. Anything you choo- you love, you choose to love, or it's a feeling that <laughs> you, you just get enamored. Yeah, I love my kids. Good, I love good, my kids. Good. Drive me fun crazy. I don't like them all the time, but mm-hmm. I love them. That's good. But yeah, again, appreciate you coming out. Thank you. This was uh, episode three. Now uh, had a little bit of technical difficulties, but I mm-hmm. feel like we're getting a little bit better. Um, you know, we got to Each episode will get better. Keep it moving. Just keeping it one hundred. Dare to be different. One. I thought it was like a thing that you always do or something.